Porterville. Hey, welcome one and all to the Putnam Beats. Um, yeah, man, feels good hey, to be back. Sir, are you going to tell them who you are? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you don't know already, I'm Austin Slater. I'm Jonathan Ogis. Woo, woo. And yeah, this Putnam Beat right here, baby, this is what it is. We make it up. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. All right, so, you know, here, here at the Putnam Beat, we, we like to get into that local news first, being here in Porterville, getting you all the facts, what's going on in your city. And, man, there was a lot going on this week. Uh, so, hey, let's talk about what everyone's, you know, what's on everybody's mind, what they're mourning the loss, you know, especially you crazy nightlife folks here. Uh, we're talking about Charlie's, of course. Now, uh, Charlie's is a is a pretty big deal in Porterville here in the nightlife. It's been one of the only clubs in town for a long time. Yep. Uh, it's not only been a club over the years. I mean, it's been a honky tonk. That's it's, how it started out. It's, you it's there, been a hookah spot. Yeah, yeah, it was a hookah, hookah, hookah spot too, hookah bar. Uh, it's been a dance club. They had a techno phase, you know. Um, you know, but in all it, its iterations, it was basically the nightlife of Porterville. It's just outside you had the of Porterville. Side and you had the countryside. There you go. And then you have the hookah bar somewhere in there, you know. Um, yeah. And yeah, then the actual the bar. After, yeah. Too, did you yeah, I think they acid? even tried a pizza kitchen once. Bar? I don't think that really Hold worked on. out. Did you, did you say an acid bar? What'd you say? Acid bar? No, no, no. No, a pizza pizza spot. They oh, they tried to do oh, pizza. Yeah, Charlie's Pizza yeah. Kitchen. I was like, acid? I mean, I, they probably sold it in the back, but I mean... You know, I think they did call it Acid Hookah Bar for a little while. Actually. They did. They, they, did, they, did. they, yeah, did. they were selling, they were selling acid in the back. That's what happened. <laughs> Good deal. Good deal. As long as Portugal got a little cut of that, that's, hey. that's great. <laughs> no, um, so Charlie's... It, <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. All, right, all right, Charlie's, though, it's been a staple for a long time, is what we're trying to say. Uh, but unfortunately, it has burned to the freaking ground. It's it's done. I, I drove past it before they closed off the road, and it's uh, rubbles. It's, it's just nothing. This fire happened around 9 a.m. on Wednesday, and uh, it has been declared by uh, fire marshals unsalvageable. So they're probably saw, not The other morning, I saw it coming... I, was, wait, it was in the morning or afternoon? Was it was a 9, 9 a.m. on Wednesday. Okay, because yeah, I got off work. I went to the gym, and I was coming home, and I saw blazes, and I'm like, what's going on? And I, I didn't realize it was Charlie's. I thought, honestly, I thought it was the adults because I was like over here. You know where I live, so I was like kind of over here by Westwood School. And then I get closer, I'm like, I wonder what that is. So it was Charlie's. Right. Now, yeah, Charlie's, uh, like I said, early morning fire. Um, I think around 9 a.m. is when it started. But it's just completely destroyed. And, uh, so, you know, at the Putnam Bee, we, we want to give our well wishes to whoever owns that property of Charlie's. And uh, we hope that you can come back at, in some capacity in the future, right? I, obviously, that building is destroyed. I don't know. Maybe we could get a GoFundMe from uh, going. I, I'm not sure. But, you know, it, it's a sad thing. Hopefully, that it guy had that thing Growing up, Charlie's was like, it was like the only pretty much bar, you know, kind of nightclub in town. It really was that. I mean, yeah, you had your, you know, your shootings and your DUIs, and I saw a man get stabbed there. But, I mean, for the most part, I mean, it was kind of the place to go, you know, as a, as a, I was to say a kid, but not a kid, but as a young adult, that's where you went. Now they have the Reventhon and, you know, yeah. oh, the Mecca, of course, is a staple, and I guess Hoot and Hollering and those kind of places. But Charlie's was kind of like the main thing in the town. So it kind of sucks because it's kind of an establishment, and it kind of sucks to see it you know, go by the wayside and be burnt up to ashes. You know what I mean? It just, it really does stuff. Right. 
Yeah, and it's uh, just a reminder, folks, the uh, air quality right now is so terrible from all the fires that we're experiencing up north. So at this point, it's going to be very easy for fires to spread uh, in this area. So you just got to be careful, be mindful. Uh, don't be flicking your cigarettes out the car window, all that. Uh, just try to be careful this time, you know. Um, and again, our hearts goes out to the owner of Charlie's, and we hope to work out some in the future. Hopefully, you guys get back in business. Uh, until then, though, I guess you're gonna, all going to have to drink at home, all right? Yo, I should have been drinking at home. It's quarantine, man. Yeah, right. we're in a pandemic. You should have been drinking at home anyway. You should have been but, hey, at home anyway. That's true. That's true. All right, so now next up, um, grocery outlet farmer's market here in Porterville has made a huge impact uh, to victims of the uh, Sequoia Complex fire. On uh, Thursday, they partnered with Suncrest Bank, a local bank here in the area, yeah, yeah. and they put together some care packages for um, victims of the fires. Uh, you know, local victims. A lot of these people are out staying at Porterville College right now. Some motels that have offered up motel rooms for people that need them at this time. But, uh, you know, a lot of those people, obviously, without everything that was in their house, none of their food, none of their, um, you know, deodorants, things like that toothpaste and so uh portable area coordinating council brought suncrest bank and grocery outlet together they sort of all worked on this project uh, i mean you remember pack uh back when we were doing the water drives yes. for uh, yes. student government they were huge we would uh some of them would come out and help us and then we would also take all the water to them they did a great job at distributing it to families in need um Man, so, so in the end, they were able to help out over 25 families that uh, had been displaced by these wildfires. And we just want to say thank you to everyone involved um, for their charity. And thank you for reminding us. You know, this is one of the things that we love about Porterville. It's not quite a small town, not quite a big town. But, you know, we're always here for each other. We always help out if there's some kind of tragedy that goes down, if there's a drought, if there's a fire. Um, it, you know, if people are in need. It's nice that the town uh, can come together. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. No. And and uh, that's that's, that's sort about, of basically. You know, that's what it's about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely. No. And uh, yeah. I mean, like whether it be canned food drives, whatever it is, we always find a way to come together and help people, help each other. And I think that's something that we should want to see in all of America. And I think this is what you know America definitely needs right now is more community, more coming together even though right now we can't really have these large gatherings, right? We're not coming together physically, but just taking some time, small groups going out, doing some outreach, getting some items for people in need. Those are easy enough to do. And I think we should, you know, try to continue that. So whenever we see things like that, we are going to bring it up. We are going to promote that. We are going to say good job here at the fun and beat because charity at the end of the day, that's one of the, uh, the things we stand for. Right. I mean, that's, so that, that was huge. I thought that was pretty amazing. So, again, way to go to everyone involved with that, especially PAC, for continuing to organize those things. And, man, uh, it was wild, right? Good, good stuff there. Um, yeah, so, uh, I mean, I guess we can kick it into some, you know, national news, you know what I mean? We got the local news out of the way. Because, I mean, there's really not much going on. You know, school's going on. Everybody's doing remote learning on the computer. Uh, uh, parents, yeah. having, parents having to uh, uh, deal with their child's crap because they now they know how hard teaching is and that they should give teachers a lot of credit to deal with all yeah. the students. And Actually, all the, uh, I saw a lot of surveys. Huh? I saw a lot of surveys and polls that popped up over uh, these past few weeks of uh, distance learning, right? And it's 
it's been a lot of parents saying that they think, first of all, they think their job is easier than being a teacher. And they, they've been saying things like, oh, they can't believe how teachers do it, this and that. It's like, yeah, yeah, being a teacher, not e not easy, right? You, you got like, no, I'm going to keep them home. Blah, 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 blah. I can do what the teachers do. Now they're like, call the teacher, come get their ass. Can you put them back in school? Please, <laughs> please. Yeah. Open the schools up, you know? Yeah, so, no, uh, I've, yeah I've, so I mean. Sometimes it's hard for parents to deal with uh, maybe two, three kids, right? You got these teachers dealing with. Kids, I mean, teachers got 30 kids in the classroom. All the different plus. stuff that they got to deal with, yeah. all the different personalities of the kids. So I got to give them teachers credit, man. Salute to the teachers, man, because I begin to know and my daughter be like, what's this and this? And I'm like, I already showed you how to do it. Do it like that. But I don't get it. Better. I'm just kidding. I don't advocate violence for <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but no, but it's, it's, it's a tough job, and I can see what teachers got to deal with. That's why when, when I came home from the military, my dad was like, two things that, they're, that are always, you always have a job in is teaching and nursing. And I said, I ain't trying to teach no kids. And I'm glad I went the route of nursing and not teaching because uh, uh there you go. It was not me. Couldn't be me. <laughs> no, oh, but, uh, but you know, let's kick into some national news. You know, there's been a lot of things going on. The first is um, I was going to talk about that the 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 Attorney General uh uh William uh, what is it what? yeah William Barr. I was going to talk about that, but I'll wait till save it for next week. So right, right now we got let's let's talk about. I mean, the big news is the election. And, uh, you know, um, uh, Trump and Biden, uh, um, it seems that Trump has a, a boost in the polls recently. Is that right, Austin? He has a little bit of boost in the polls? Yeah, no, so, so we might want to talk, wait to kind of tell, talk about why that is. Uh, that actually has to do with General Barr's, uh, Attorney General Barr's comment, actually, uh, for whatever oh, wait, reason. No, no, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're talking about what I was going to talk about, what I'm going to talk yes. about this week, is the, is, yeah. is the reason why he has a boost in the polls. Yeah, I mean it's it's a one percent boost. It's mostly but with it, his but base. I too. Okay, well then, yeah. oh, because of the okay. We'll, we'll, we'll so so I'm gonna we'll yeah, put a pin that. that until next week. I know you want to okay. get more more stuff yeah, on that. More information on that. Um, but so, yeah. so go kick it with whatever whatever you got. What you got? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So election news, right? And uh, it, it's kind of hard to cover election news sometimes. Right? I'm not gonna lie to you. It's uh, it's tough. It can be very negative at times, and. Uh, you know, here at the Pun and Beat, though, we do believe that information is power. So we will try to give you the straight truth, even the hard stuff. Uh, but when it comes to things that make us laugh, you know, when that happens in an election, we got to we got to cover that as, as, uh, too, you know. And this is just a story that, that I couldn't really pass up. So we're talking about Trump and Biden throwing hands, all right? Going to fist fight, mano y mano. Uh, so it's no secret here that both of these major party candidates have this strange uh, macho man sort of complex going on, and, and they, they do hey, have hold on, hold each on. other. Who you got, Trump or Biden? In a fist fight, who you got? Oh, look at that. I, I got to get back. <laughs> Who's going to win in that fist fight? I mean, I, I give it to Biden, honestly. You know why? I'll tell you why. Okay, he's squirrely. That guy, you know, he's older, but he's he's a squirrely dude, right? You see him, he's always moving, he's always... And I feel like if once he gets those hands going, I feel like he would go freaking ape on Trump, you know? I think he would just uh, I'd probably forget where he is and then just... I was, <laughs> I was about to say that. He'll probably forget where the fuck he's at. But um, <laughs> I'm thinking, you know what? Trump doesn't strike me as a fighter, so I do got to give it to Biden. But Biden's old, so I don't know how well he moved. 
But I feel like if Biden was in that zone, he'd be throwing them hands. I really think he'd throw them hands, and then Trump would be like, "No, yeah. and Trump yeah, would be ducking yeah, like when that when, the, when they do that when they do that shoot or whatever they threw at him, and he'd be like, oh, yeah. and he ducked. That's what Trump would be doing, and Biden would just be trying to swing. I don't know if he'd hit connect, but he'd be swinging, boy. Just one once uh it would it'd just be like a one and done. As soon as one of them's on the ground, I'm pretty sure that's it. I don't see either of them getting a back up and uh going at it, you know. I think once that punch lands, they go to the ground. Probably it's and gonna be like one of those. It up, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh who's it? May Mayweather or no, Pack yeah, Mayweather, where he just freaking he'll go and knock him out in one shot. I think that's what we would see, honestly, yeah. But no, okay. So you little know, bit could, of I mean, it could happen. I mean, didn't Mitt Romney fight in a celebrity boxing match? And he was, um, well, no, he wasn't almost president, but he was a presidential nominee at one time. So it could happen. You know what I mean? You didn't know that Mitt Romney was in a boxing charity it, boxing match. It, it could happen. Could happen. <laughs> Man, but yeah. So, uh, so you know, but what were we yeah, saying? Yeah, you were saying about, what we said about them? You were wait, what? He froze up a little bit. There, so there's a little bit of a backstory. Of oh, okay. The oh, oh, is it, is it back? He froze up a little. You're, okay, good, okay. you're good. You're good. You're good. So, so yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, you're so, good. So, just a little bit of... What happened? You're good? Am I... Okay. No, you're good. Are, am, am, I delay, am I delayed? You were for a minute. Now, I think it's back. You're good. Oh, we're still doing the Zoom thing. It's it's tough. Bear it, with it's us. It's tough, here. yeah. Um... Now, it's, it's it's refreshing, though, because everybody has the same problem. I, I was watching Bill Maher recently, and he has, even though he's back in the studio, has some guests, he also has some over Zoom, and literally the same kind of thing happens. Yeah. So it's just, uh, it's, you know, it's just the name of the game right now. Yeah, it is. But, uh, okay, so this this does have a little bit of backstory here. Um, back on the campaign trail in 2016, I mean, it's no secret that Trump has made these uh, these claims that he could he could go to town, right? Uh, back in 2016, Trump made comments that he wished he could beat up anti-Trump pro protesters though, at his rallies. He even offered to cover the legal fees of whoever would do it for him, right? Um, and in an offhand response to that in 2018, Biden linked like to a bully, a school, right? And he said that if it was high school, he'd take Trump behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like both of these guys they have this, uh, and you know, since then, we we've heard from the Biden Harris ticket. We've heard the case that the president is a bully. He's a personifies the bully, right? But there wasn't very much talk of this schoolyard violence anymore. We sort of thought that was over with. That is until this weekend, right? Fox News covered a story over um, the weekend where President Trump tweeted out that he could beat Joe Biden in a fist fight. Joe Biden is yet to respond to this, and Democrats are trying to use that as a sort of frame, right, to kind of say that he's the go-high candidate. But you don't have to go very far back. I mean, we're talking two years when Biden was saying the same thing, that they, he wants to have a fistfight with Trump, too. So, you know, they, they both have this, this whole thing. Um, now, at first, I kind of thought this whole thing was crazy, right, outrageous. I, I mean, all the tension right now we have in America, all the, the problems... Uh, you know, the quarantine, the pandemic, all that. And you want to throw on two old white dudes going at it, having a fist fight. I'm like, that. how does that solve anything? But then I was looking at my Facebook. That, no, that, 
that's what I'm saying. I mean, uh, I was looking at my page, and I, I saw people on both parties, even the outliers, libertarians, independents, all that. They were calling for those fights to happen. And then some were even saying that they would pay for that pay-per-view. So I'm thinking, screw the debates, right? Just get these guys out. Get Trump in that red leotard. Get Biden in a blue leotard. Have them duke it out. I mean, it's not going to last long. It's five minutes. And, yeah, it's, it's not going to be like we're sitting there for a whole debate for hours. We don't need that. They should just do it. Yeah, it's 2020. I mean, we don't need a debate. We are everybody. Everybody's already zoned in. They know who they're voting for. Let's go. You know, hey, get Biden and uh, Trump. Get duked it out. Hey, did you hear about? Um, they want Joe Rogan to host the debate. What's that? Them? Did you hear about that? I did hear that Trump. Trump was saying that. Yeah, President Trump. Yeah, he was. He was calling for Rogan. Yeah, and I, you know, I listened to a show a little bit. I'm not too. Familiar. You know, what you know, would you think? Would that you, know be you know who'd be the two dope hosts? You know, two people. Pick for Hillary. And you know, there'd be the two dope hosts that would be for, for the debate: Charlamagne the God and Joe Rogan. Bro, you're like breaking up here. Oh, I knew you were gonna say Charlamagne the God. Yes, you're breaking up. Though. Yeah, yeah. No, I still breaking up. You're fine now. No, but Charlamagne the God and Joe Rogan, I think, would be two great, great two hosts for the debates. What do you think? Yeah, I'm telling you, I, I knew you were going to say Charlamagne. No, I mean, because hey, even, why not? At this point, I, I think... Because he you know, asked the best questions. We, we've seen the press cover it. We know. Because he asked the best questions. Wait, what happened? He does. He asked the best questions. That's true. And yeah. he, he doesn't just put up with it either. He'll yeah, he'll, he'll go with Biden. He'll he'll ask the hard. I think he'd be a great moderator. I think he'd be a great moderator. I really would. And Joe Rogan too, because Joe Rogan asked some good questions too, and Joe Rogan knows some shit. I think he'd be a great moderator too. I think both of them together, man. Everybody, every you have the Joe Rogan people, the Charlemagne people, and then everybody. It'd be the most watched thing, and it'd be the most watched television of all time. It, everybody would tune in. Yeah, no, you could. We could let Chris Wallace. The host, you know, let him uh, say hello to the cameras or whatever. But when it comes to asking those questions, yeah, I, why not give it to Charlemagne? Give it to uh, Joe Rogan. Let's see. You know, and obviously these podcasters, they not they do it right. You know, not just you know, tuning our own horn here. But these guys, they do their research when they have a guest. It's not like a short segment on a news thing. They will actually go in depth. They get the background. They get all the details. Yeah. You know, maybe that's what we need in this debate. Exactly. Why not? We need that, and I think those two would be perfect. Yeah. Why not? Chris Wallace too. Yeah. Have him host it. Yeah. Just let them go to town. Yeah. No, and I think people people might actually sit through the whole thing. I'm gonna fill out a petition. I'm gonna sign a. I'm gonna sign a petition and pass it around. Change.org. And Joe Rogan. There you go. Now that'd be sick. That'd be sick. Yeah. No, I did hear that. That was all. Uh, interesting stuff. Did you hear about the whole uh, uh, thing where they were talking about Biden and Harris saying that they would not take uh, Trump's word for it on a vaccine? They would need to see the science and all that. Yeah. So now they're they're trying. To say, didn't Trump say like trying to say that uh, Joe yeah. Biden? Didn't Trump say something about science? He said science wasn't accurate or wasn't real, or he said something like that. Do you did you see that? Yeah, the da the data or something. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah said no, it's, like, it's wild. Like he said something like. The science, he said, well, there's science to back it up. Well, the science isn't real. Or he said the science isn't accurate. Or something like that. And I'm like, wait, what? 
That's yeah, well, that was because... What so what you're talking about is what had happened. His Trump's CDC director uh -huh. was saying, you know, yeah, there's a vaccine. Um, it's possible it could come out. They're doing trials. We're still months away. He was saying six months would be getting off easy, right? If it come out, if it came out in six months, that would be super quick. So it's still obviously in the development stages. Now Trump has been promising a vaccine by October, so that did not Trump did not like that. He ended up calling the guy, and you know um, the CDC director was saying though that if we wear our masks that we might not even need a vaccine, that we could beat this just with that. But um, Trump is obviously not a mask guy. He's just coming around to the idea recently of wearing them. And I don't think he wants to lose that little section of his base, supporters that will say things like masks are, um, you know... breaking up these people and i don't think knows that he cannot person everybody oh uh, and so yeah obviously trump wants to keep every member of his base that he can so uh he's gonna do he's gonna say things about the masks he's gonna go to toe to toe but i don't think it's a good look necessarily when you're going toe to toe with your own cdc director i mean that shows division right yeah but uh, yeah, I know he he did make some make some comments like that. And uh, interestingly enough, the magazine called the Scientific American it's been around for almost fifty years or so, I think. And in all that time, they have never endorsed a candidate for president. They decided to break rank a little bit this year, and they went ahead and endorsed Joe Biden. And they were saying that it's because of the way that Trump talks, the way he's handling this pandemic. Um, you know, they even talked about Trump when he President Trump when he was saying. The whole thing about bleach, how he wishes you can just inject that and, you know, treat it like you can on the surface uh, yeah. for coronavirus, right? And uh, so, you, you know, all these common, they were coming to the scientists and they also, the global warming aspect is coming into play here. Um, you know, Trump thinks that's a hoax as well. He's said that many a times. He thinks that uh, the forest fires are because of poor management, not because of climate change. Well, here's the thing about that, though. If you look at the forest, the national parks, um, what kind of property is that, right? Is that state property? No, that's federal. So if they are, if that claim is true, right, you want to put up that claim about how they're being mismanaged, not taken care of, that's federal property. So you're basically calling yourself out as president saying that you're not taking care of this or, you know, you're trying to pawn off your own responsibilities to the states when that's federal land so let's say that these forest fires it is because forests aren't being maintained that's your job maintain the forest put somebody on it right that's so even though i don't think that's necessarily the case that that argument has just been pretty hilarious right you yeah telling uh you're basically saying that you're not doing a good job um no but i, I mean it's it's interesting um so yeah, I guess if you want to put it in those terms, you have a, a candidate that believes in science, maybe one that thinks the line's a little bit grayer, or at least it's willing to uh, take other considerations first before he looks. Now, again, it's all it's all campaign stuff right now. Who knows who would be more pro science? 
I'm I'm just saying it hasn't been Trump recently. He has not been the pro science dude. Um, so and so we'll kind of follow these polls. Really do anything on it. I don't think the polls ever really because we have seen that people are so dug in already. They're already rooted. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're so dug yeah, in. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, they're rooted. Everybody knows who they're going to vote for yeah. already. Yeah. Yep. But there, you still have those, those section of people that maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So we, we will keep covering that. Or, you know, it's always new voters every four years. So. Yeah. Oh, no, that's true. We have people. If you have the ones that are really entrenched, I mean, they're gonna they're they're entrenched. You know, they pick the side and they're sticking to it. So, yeah, you're right. And then you, there are small groups of people, like you mentioned, you had Obama supporters that voted for Trump too. You know, it's just uh, yeah. some people will go back and forth. I'm saying, yeah, there are that's, some that's that possible. Most people, yeah, exactly. It seems like it's again. No, I was saying there's there's people that will go back. But yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't count. Yeah, 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 definitely. I wouldn't count them out either. That's that's totally true. Good point there. And uh, all right, that's I think that's a good point to switch into some entertainment news. Now, this has been one we wanted to talk about for a while. Couldn't do it Cardi, last week. We had Cardi uh, B 9/11 episode. Offset are getting a divorce. Cardi B is divorcing Offset. The WAP. Oh, you want to talk about that? Wait, Cardi B. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up, hold up. Time out, time out here. So you're saying Cardi B is the one calling for yes. the divorce? The WAP I thought, could not I thought keep she was gonna tell us how she got that ring. No, the WAP could not the WAP could not keep Wait, wait. He was cheating. Okay. Oh okay. He's getting some WAP on the side, huh? He could not be cheating. Cheating is wrong. But uh but yeah, so that's we'll 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 yeah, uh, uh, Give you more information. I'm told, I'm told black men don't cheat. Black men do not. Exactly. We don't know. Black men do not cheat. You, no, Wait, true, true or false? Black men don't cheat. Let me show you something. True. I heard it on The Breakfast Club. Must be true. He's going to show us something, folks. I don't know what he'll come back with, honestly. It could be a number of things. This? You see this? Black men do oh, not cheat. Oh, snap. Oh, it's on a t-shirt, folks. You know it's true. It's on a shirt. True. All right. <laughs> Black men do not cheat. Black men do not cheat. Nope. All right. So, but let's talk about what nope. we talked about. Rest there it was. Chadwick Boseman. We did not talk about him last week. Um, the actor who played uh, yeah. Marshall, Jackie Robinson, he was the Black Panther to a lot of black kids who probably never saw a black superhero, never saw a superhero that looked like them. So... And he played screen, right? yeah. iconic roles, and it's just it. it and no, the, the crazy thing is, nobody knew he died from from um, cancer, but it was rectal cancer, rectal cancer, and but nobody knew, and that was the crazy thing about it. Like nobody knew until like I got the update on my phone. It said Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther star, is dead at forty-seven, and I'm like, wait a minute, what? Like, what? 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 what how? And then it said he had cancer. And I'm like, cancer? He didn't even say anything about it. Yeah. He, yeah, you know, no, he he definitely kept it kept it quiet. Wanted to have that battle privately, you know, on his own. And uh, unfortunately, during I remember before he passed away, a lot of people were showing pictures of him all skinny and saying maybe he was on drugs and this yeah. and that. Yeah. 
you know, uh, but really, he was just fighting fighting for his life. That's pretty terrible. Um, and I'm yeah, no, unfortunately. But I, you know, I'm, I'm more of a DC guy myself. Everybody knows uh, that. But, yeah, but I'm not, I know you're a DC guy, which I don't understand, but, you know, everybody has their flaws, I guess. But, but hey, hey, Black Panther, though, Black Panther, Black Black Panther is one of those characters that uh, transcend. He was all sorts of kids. Really loved Black Panther, and you know, to see him get as much his tweet about him passing was the most liked tweet of all time. Wow! Yeah, that's incredible. That's fucking incredible. Right? He had he had a huge following, and uh, and it's sad. Uh, Obviously, he definitely embodied the Black Panther. Perfectly. I don't think you could have cast a better person in that role. And I, I guess Marvel, obviously, they feel the same way because they have announced that they will not be recasting really? Black Panther. They're going to write him out, and then they're going to leave some room. I don't know if there's going to be a new Black Panther. Some people are saying his little sister should take over uh, You know, from the movie. I think that would be interesting, too. Uh, but they were saying that you know, little black girls need to have that opportunity to see a hero on screen you know the same that black male kids did i guess uh so yeah it would be interesting to see that too um i just i don't know how they're gonna write write out black panther uh, he's such an iconic character but I, we will see how that happens um if nothing else we'll obviously we'll be able to relive those movies for forever right so we'll we'll still get to see him in some capacity get to see his moments in endgame uh, yeah, it was pretty cool when he called out. He was like that, and he called the whole army of people. I don't know if you remember that from... He was the first one that came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Captain Not America. Cap on your left. Yeah. That, that gives me goosebumps. Every time I, 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 I think about it or I see it, it gives me goosebumps every damn time. I'm like, that is so fire right there. Yeah, no, it's a Cap solid move. on your left, and then he just... Uh, <laughs> Good stuff, right? Yeah, uh, he was able to convey those feelings in people. He just, he really got into every role that he played. And, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be sad not seeing him in movies anymore, right? But, uh, again, wishes to his family. You know, we're definitely um, sorry for your loss here. And it's a loss, I think, that the whole world feels to some degree. So, uh, man, it's a bummer. Ooh, sad right. stuff. It really is, man. It really is. Yeah. So I, don't really, I don't have anything left to, to, to talk about today. I know. I was going to say, do we, do we really want to leave it on, on that sad? Uh, anyway, okay. Uh, here's what, maybe we'll do a poll. All right. So kind of end on a happier thought, right? If you, who's going to win? Biden v. Trump, if they go fist fight. All right. We want to see your answers. I'll put up a poll on the Facebook page later today. Sure. And- yeah, let's see who, who the Putnam beat is going to pick as the uh, champion in that. That'd be dope. But yeah, uh, obviously, uh, next week we'll have a lot more uh, in-depth uh, conversation and uh, I have a lot more to say. But for right now, I'm, I'm kind of done. Um, Austin, do you have anything? No, I don't. I think we can probably close it out there. And uh, well, it's been, it's been great having you. Thank you for being on, folks. And thank you for being patient with us during this time. Uh, we appreciate you listening and uh, all your feedback has been very helpful. Again, signing off, Porterville. I'm Austin Slater. I'm Jonathan Ogans. Peace.